Coming up next on The Jeff Curley Show, she's a very popular speaker. She's a cancer survivor. She is a warrior, and she's going to teach us all how to live with an attitude of gratitude. Her amazing journey just ahead. Many are predicting that the worst is yet to come, which is unfortunate, said one person here. Until now, they've enjoyed the reputation of being the nation's icebox. Watched a burglar in his home this morning by webcam. As a journalist of over 25 years, stories are what make my world turn. Reporting live from the Dallas Newsroom tonight, Jeff Curley, Fox 4 News. But in 2008, I took the jump from my familiar life and started a PR firm from my home. We're talking about anyone with a camcorder like the one I'm using becomes a television network. We started slowly growing the company and we now have over a hundred clients and we've branched into the world of live digital broadcasting. I now own eight different TV studios and have a huge team. And the stories that I now get to share are sometimes the most important of my life. Life has a funny way of coming around full circle. This is the Jeff Crilly Show. Okay, so there are defining moments in all of our lives. You can probably think of your own. For my next guest, Naomi Butler with Attitude and Gratitude Living, her epiphany was she got cancer and it caused her to relook how she is spending her life, what is she doing, and living life with gusto. Naomi Butler, thank you for coming on the show. Thank you for having me. All right, love you. Cool. Always love you. <laughs> well, likewise. Always and, here. And we've been friends for uh, forever. Yes. And uh, I, I want to kind of start before the cancer diagnosis. I, I want to talk about your, you know, your for-profit. Uh, you run some of the most successful bridal shows across the country. Well, in the Metroplex, yes. I own and produce the Dallas Bridal Show the Plano Bridal Show, and a couple of others. I have been doing shows for 35 years, and some, you may not even know this, but I had a home improvement show many years ago wow. that started the same year as Dallas and Plano in 1990, and I sold the home improvement show in 98. Wow. And it was 250,000 square feet at the Dallas Convention Center. So I'm a show producer, mm -hmm. consumer shows, trade shows, conferences, mainly specializing in consumer shows, 35 years. That's Yay. amazing, that's amazing. Yeah. <laughs> okay, we're gonna show a little bit of video of the bridal show, and I want you to talk about what, what makes your shows different. We are different in many ways. We have exhibitors that have to have business insurance, so it makes it safer for the brides to do business with them. And there's just, I think, a higher quality. And also, we train them what to do I have my workshops. In fact, I'm having my first in-person workshop at the end of June that I haven't had for four years because of the cancer. Sure. And I teach them how to work a show, how to work their leads, how to really build their business and get results from consumer shows. Sure. Okay, so take us back to that moment. When did you find out you had cancer? That's a long story, and I'll try to give you the shortest version. In October 2018, I went in for a surgery I'd already had a knot, and there's a lot of the story to get me to that point, but we didn't know what was going on. So I went to my dentist because I thought it was something they'd done something wrong with the dental implants that I had going on. And he said, no, we don't see anything. Go to your ENT. So I went to my ENT. They did a CT scan, <clears throat> and it showed a two-inch deep tumor close to my brain. Mm. Did a biopsy as happens many times with biopsies, they couldn't tell if it was cancer. I said, it's not cancer. After five hours of surgery, the surgeon had to cut me here, 
back of the ear also and down here and he did such a great job you can't even see it opened me up he had to peel the tumor off of 45 plus facial nerves on the right side wow and in the recovery room here i am under anesthesia me and anesthesia and meds don't do well mm -hmm. so i can't even open my eyes yet and he says these words you have an aggressive cancer you're going to be fighting for your life the next seven months or more. And I said, I have cancer, because I went in believing it wasn't cancer. And of course, Jack, my sweetheart's in the room, Brian and Mary, my two adult kids are in the room. And I started crying, because when you hear those words, it's tough to handle. But then I realized they're in there, so I'm like, okay, now let me get it together, stop crying. <laughs> and I ended up having to really fight and I chose, I said, let's do everything. I chose everything. I did radiation and chemo, 35 radiation, seven weeks of chemo. All of it actually lasted eight weeks because they had to hold off for a week because my immune system was low mm -hmm. and we had to have iron infusions and all that good stuff and finish it, but I made it through it. My radiation doctor even said, while you're going through this, it's so close to your brain, it could go any moment to your brain oh my. but if i hadn't gone in in october he said i would have been dead three months later oh my goodness that okay. was round one wow and, and there's a <laughs> how many rounds did you have well the year of covid 2020 this cancer that is a parotid gland cancer it's very rare and it ended up going to my left lung in 2020 so mm -hmm. that was cancer number two and i had to fight for my life again with double dosages of both chemos, that was another, both of these were rough. Right. There was no sugar coating it, it was rough. And every day was just get through the day, just get through today, just get through today. And I made it through round two. And then it went to my chest wall near the great vessels, which is near your heart and other things. I had five radiation, he had to be so careful. And that was a piece of cake. <laughs> that one was easy. And then number four, it was a tumor in my upper abdomen. We were watching it last October till January this year. And it had only grown from one centimeter to 1.1. And in March, I made the decision. I was not waiting on the next scan result. I was gonna really, really live my life and not wait on that result. And so I got back out there. I started networking. I was able to speak as a fill-in speaker to a conference that you sponsored. Yeah, Thank you. Yeah. And I was going to the network meetings that I hadn't been in a long time. I missed it. I missed out on a lot in four and a half years. But through it all, in May, I got this result. And I want to tell you, I had been praying and believing and claiming that number four was gone. <laughs> Y'all, in May, the result came back. It said, result. Wow. And the doctor gave me the, I always asked for the reports, and it had one, two, three, resolved. That one was, was resolved. And 
That means, y'all, it's not there. It's gone. Gone. <laughs> God had gone. other plans. God had other plans oh, for he's, you. He's so, had so, so many plans. Um, I want to show a video of you painting because you do. It sounds like you you are really tapping into some things that you <laughs> wanted to dive into for a long time. You were just maybe too busy with the rat race of running the you know one of the most successful uh, rattle shows in the country. So I love this video. Okay, t tell us what you're doing here. I am painting like I do with many layers. I usually put 15 to 20 layers. And those two that you're watching mm -hmm. are called energy one and energy two. Wow. Because during that process, I was fighting to have energy. And energy is one of those many things that I still deal with for all these side effects. I have a mind and body battle going on every morning. Mm -hmm. My mind goes, get up, get going, get these things done. And my body goes, no. And so it's just a battle every day. So I'm pushing through every day, no matter what side effects I deal with. But painting started just 11 years ago. Mm. It just happened. It was just one of those things. And I love it because it's free. The way I paint is just slapping it on and having fun. And then of course, yes, you do kind of get to where you got to bring it together and have some composition and sure. <laughs> design to it. Right. But I just love it. Okay. Uh, and I want you to set up this clip before we play the clip, the piano, you're self-taught. Yes. When did you learn to play piano? My dad was a preacher. And so PK, which mm -hmm. we We're both share. Yep. And when I was six years old, every time we'd go to the church, I'd go straight to the piano and just start making noise. And then when I was 10, 12, I was in choir learning to read music. And I had a friend show me at age 12 where the G above middle C was on the piano and on the song Amazing Grace. Mm. And that was my dad's favorite song. And so I started counting up and down. That's This is the short story to get this treble clef going and then put the bass clef together and then put it together. So by the time I was 17, I was pianist in my dad's church and mm. I am self-taught. Don't look at the placement of my fingers because it's wrong, <laughs> but that's, that's how I roll and it works. So okay. I just and, love it. And she posts about this all the time on your YouTube <laughs> channel, which I encourage you to subscribe to, but let's go ahead and roll this clip. Okay. Hi, I'm Naomi with the Naomi Butler show. And this is part two of playing the piano. And today I'm going to show you something because in part one, I told you part of the story but when I was about 12 and I was learning to read music in choir, I had a friend show me where the G above middle C was on the piano and on the song Amazing Grace. And what's so cool about this song was the first song I ever learned to play. And it was my dad's favorite song. He was a preacher. He passed away many years ago and he was my rock and I learned to work hard. I learned a lot of things from my dad, but this was his favorite song. So this is a special song to me in many ways. And I am self-taught. I taught myself again how to play, but I would count down and figure out where it was here. And then to try to figure the bass clef was a really tough challenge. So I learned to play this with my right hand first and then I added this and then put it all together 
and I was pianist in my dad's church by the time I was age 17. So I'm gonna play Amazing Grace for you. Ignore it if I make any mistakes. I just love to play. I feel God's presence when I play. All right, here we go. Now, well, you should explain, you had a little audience there. Tell me yes. where you were playing. Where, where was that concert? I paint with an art group every Friday, and it's at the Carrollton Senior Center. So I was just playing, and there were people walking around. So I just I just love to play the piano. And it I just... can tell. Well, there's a spark in your eyes, uh, and I've known you for a long time, but, I mean, you truly, you don't take a single day for granted, and there's probably a life lesson in there for all of us. Because uh, all of us have our own little pity party. If only the economy was doing this. If only this, you know, if this was happening, I would be happy. Yeah. Uh, you don't need riches to be happy. You don't need anything but uh, an attitude of gratitude. I am really living my life. Like I said in March, I made that decision. And I actually bought the domain and set up the website. We just got it launched today. It's attitude and and attitude and gratitude living.com and i'll be posting some videos and content so it's just raw right now but it's it's live and i want to make an impact i want to make a difference in people's lives because of the journey that i've been on which i call it my healing journey with cancer i don't call it my cancer i don't claim that but i want to help people know you don't have to wait till you have enough time, enough money, or your health improves, or just don't wait till something drastic happens to you yes. to really live your life. It's too short. And there's ways that we can do this. What I've learned just for me is find something you enjoy, like learn to enjoy what you're doing right now. If you can find something even small and build on it. And if it's, if you're in a job or something you don't like, Go find another skill or a hobby, learn a new skill, learn something else that you love. You may have wanted to do something all your life and now you're thinking, I don't have enough time, enough money or whatever. Go do it. Don't wait. Amen. It's just, it's not, it's not something you want to wait. You want to live, really live your life fully. And I use attitude and gratitude. It starts up here. 
having those positive mindsets going mm-hmm. because we have all those negative gremlins over here right. that are weighing us down and pulling us down and feeding us all this crap and just so many negatives. And that could be all kinds of stuff that we're dealing with daily. People are dealing with a lot of issues. And then you've got these positive gremlins over here that are trying to help you out. So it's focusing on those positives yes. and kicking these off out of the way, getting rid of them. And so it's that attitude positive mindset, positive thinking about everything, no matter what it is, no matter what you're dealing with, and that gratitude, being grateful. Because sometimes being grateful for those challenges, you never know what God has in store. And God's been with me every step of the way. And he's opening up doors like lightning. Mm. But when you connect attitude and gratitude, it is creating that harmony. Yes. Which gives us that peace that we cannot explain. It's, it's I, just it's so awesomeness. Powerful. Okay, so you have, you have a prop here. <laughs> yes, I, I do. I want you to hold it up okay. so people can see it. What, what is It says, I can't. Yes. And tell us about this. Okay. I put a video on my YouTube channel, which is The Naomi Butler Show. Mm-hmm. And I have been really focusing on those positives. And so I thought about this. And the words, I can, I thought, okay, I'm going to go get a can. And because I'm an artist, I painted it. And then I put my favorite color with these words, I can. And then I typed all of these things. And just pull out one. We haven't picked one. Just pull out one and read it. See what it says. What can I learn from this to help myself and maybe someone else? Yes. Okay. So So every day I may pull out two or three Mm -hmm. and some of them you might call affirmations. Some of them are just one step at a time, things that can help you. Sure. I even talked to somebody today from GoDaddy. Wow. And I was trying to get our new website Mm -hmm. and he was telling me that he was depressed a lot. So I got to share with him. That's beautiful. It just a couple of hours ago. So let's give everybody an exercise that they can do. Because I know a lot of people wake up and their first thought is negative. Like, I'm tired. I don't feel like getting up right now. I mean, if you start with a negative thought, uh, it's a bad way to start a day. So how do you, when you wake up? That one is called pushing through. And I do it every single day. Some days I might not have appointments till the afternoon, which helps me to maybe rest a little bit more because sometimes I have to put rest on some of my calendar, but I've been filling it with so many things every day. But in the morning, when I have that mind and body battle going on, I have to keep telling myself, Naomi, you can do this. Get up, get going. Okay. And it's feeding yourself with those positives. Look at how far you've come. Look at what is going on and how blessed you are and how grateful. Every day I wake up being grateful. When I'm talking to someone and I hear the birds on the phone talking to them, I go, wait, 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 do you hear the birds in the background? Mm. They're so sweet. They may not hear them at all. I hear all these little things now. And everything is just, I'm just so more, much more pumped yes. about life than you knew me when. I can, okay? Yeah, your eyes are brighter. Your yes. smile is bigger. You have a glow about it's you. It's because of a choice. Uh, amen. It's that choice that I made. And we have those choices. We can just float along. We can stumble along. We can do nothing. We can worry. Or 
we can make that choice to do something positive and think positive thoughts and make a difference in other people's lives because no matter what we're going through, we all have a story and we can share that story with others. It can help them in so many ways. Well, and so. thank you for sharing your story with our viewers. Uh, you can get in touch with Naomi and book her for all your speaking engagements. Yes. If you go to her website, which is attitudeandgratitudeliving.com. Yes. The great Naomi Butler.com. Thank and you. I, I have a bombshell to throw at you. Okay, what do you got? Okay. When I was at the National Speakers Association yes. meeting recently, which I just joined, sure. and some awesome opportunities are happening with that, I met somebody that told me about a story that you've shared, and I don't think I've ever heard this one. Okay. Tell me about Elvis. The Elvis turkey? Yes. <laughs> the Elvis turkey. So, I had not heard this, so here well, I am okay, so interviewing she, Jeff interviewing now. Me. Okay, so when I was a reporter, I was covering... Uh, news on the Friday of Thanksgiving weekend and uh -huh. we all know what you do on the Friday you shop right yes and so I didn't want to be at the mall that day covering you know shopping um, <laughs> I was a feature reporter but I, I had been over the whole shopping thing so this guy he was a he was a farmer from Kemp Texas and he calls up the newsroom and he says, we have this one turkey that I, I just can't slaughter because it looks too much like Elvis. <laughs> oh, no, it looked like it, Elvis. It looked like Elvis. And so I, we ended up going down to, to Kemp to cover this. And the whole time, the photographer, who wasn't really into feature stories, was berating me. What are you, this is a silly story. And we got down there. We find this, this turkey. It looks nothing like Elvis. Oh. And the photographer is like, Krilly, you are never going to live this down. <laughs> and so I said... Uh, can you can you show is that Elvis during the younger years or the later years and, and then he starts dancing with the bird in the barnyard he's, he's singing he's singing and Elvis is singing back up you know one for the money yeah. gobble, 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 two for the show gobble, gobble, gobble. so anyway love this it. story goes global it goes global on, on Fox News it. and it was one of my favorite stories of all time that's awesome well yeah. I'd never heard it so I was like I gotta ask about it <laughs> that's, a, that's a great way to end the show yeah. thank you so much Naomi and uh, that's it for now we'll see you next time